The heart and soul of archetypal somatics is through inner work. We enter soma and discover what's there, what's been hidden, and what wants to emerge right now so that it can be held by our conscious awareness. Join me for one-on-one coaching. You can also find other coaches on my website and let's journey together. Hi, I'm Melissa and you are listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. Learn about archetypal somatics a new modality for working deeply with symbol and soul through soma you can find a lot of info about courses and coaching with me in the show notes of each episode find me at synchrosoma at gmail.com and at synchrosoma.com now let's dive in it's worth saying that I do not consider myself an expert on topics that I discuss and describe here. What I do have is a lot of experience and a lot of background with synthesizing cross-cultural traditions. And for example, my yoga background gives me a special insight into current ideas and themes and science and wellness and uh, education that that the framework allows me to make kind of connections. And so uh, it's important, I guess, for me to stress that I, I wouldn't even consider myself an expert, honestly, if I was, you know, running some educational program at a university because I just don't think it's a great label for human beings to to try to adopt. It's a lot to live up to and uh it almost seems like every every 20 year old right now wants to be an expert in something and I think it's a lot more conducive to shadow work and humility, a yogic path, a heart path to be an amateur. And I've talked about this, I'm sure many times that amateur, the word means lover, uh, amour. It's the lover of whatever I'm talking about or doing. And it gives me so much space to continue to evolve and grow the knowledge, whatever it is I'm talking about. So I'm an amateur when it comes to uh, so many things, even the art and craft work I do and the cooking and the the studies in feng shui and everything else that I'm interested in, um, which keeps me very interested. Um, I And I am honestly turned off by people who think they've cracked the code on something and, and are concretizing the information and giving you the the newfangled lingo that they have on their particular diet or program or something. It just, it, I don't care. And the, the cool thing about openness and humility and the willingness to grow and discover is that there's never an end. And I don't have to live up to some kind of persona of, 
you know, knowledge. I, I, I just, I'm not interested that in that at all. I would say that I would hope to develop more wisdom with, with less, um, less, even almost less assurity that I know what I'm talking about as I evolve so that I can have conversations with people from all schools of thought and interests. And honestly, you know, this, this isn't where I thought I was going to open into this conversation, but there is some really great work that I haven't dug into enough to really pass it on, but, um, there's a, a in cross discipline work that when we cross discipline, we develop much more wisdom. If we're stuck in our discipline, like, I don't know, let's just say engineering or something, say I'm stuck in engineering, but I'm not crossing into psychology or medicine or something like that. I'm missing out on the connections. And this, my friends, is the great truth one of the greatest truth uh, truths <laughs> is that everything is connected. So this is the idea of synchronicity. This is one of the hidden messages in the the name of my work, Synchrosoma, is the synchronicity and the soma, that energetic fascial connective tissue that connects us to everything and everyone everywhere. It's all, there's no such thing as a muscle or a bone. We, we label them that way so that we can talk about it and we can say, okay, here's the muscle in your leg and here's the bone. But if you know anything about anatomy, those things just sort of slide into each other. A bone becomes a ligament, which becomes a muscle. There's no real separation everything is connected. So it's the same true with all disciplines. And the, the thing that is a big part of my, uh, maybe my community in terms of self-study and yoga, the new thing that has been propping, cropping up, uh, all over the place. It's not new, but it's just sort of like it's being hammered right now is the idea of trauma. And somatics in particular has a lot of work in trauma work. I personally have that category as painful past or initiation. So the trauma category is actually initiatory because that's traditional. That's, you know, you have a struggle in life and that is a, uh, something that, that matures you. Um, of course, I'm not saying that all trauma is some kind of, uh, rite of passage, but as a shadow stalker, um, that is the point is to take shadow pieces of shadow and turn them into maturing, uh, medicine. And recently, I wish I could tell you who exactly said this um, or where I heard it, but it's been on my list to talk about this as a concept. I heard about the, the idea of post-traumatic growth. And we think a lot about post-traumatic stress or PTSD or complex PTSD. And 
and I'm not, this isn't about victim blaming or anything like that, but it, it does have an orientation, which is that there's a problem and it's caused some maybe problem in my body and maybe I'm stuck in this, you know, intrusive thoughts or mental issue from this past um, or this event or whatever it is, car accident. Now, the idea of post-traumatic growth is really interesting because they have found, you know, those who do these kinds of studies that some people have just the same kind of trauma as somebody else and it becomes the initiation. It becomes a growth uh, path. And we don't need to know why. We don't need to blame somebody who's gone into a, a looping stress place or, you know, something like that. Um, we don't even need to blame the perpetration that happened, whatever it was. We don't even need to blame the event. Uh, but we can grab these things for ourselves and and we can start to, this is what recapitulation is all about. Somatic recapitulation is I work with my body in order to reclaim some um, some healthy pattern rather than be in a, a, a pattern that is stuck in a stress response or stuck in a pain response or something like that. The idea of post-traumatic growth, it's the same thing as initiation. So, of course, post-traumatic growth comes out of the schools of science and psychology and anatomy and medicine. But for our purposes, like, let's just say you have something from the past that's been pretty painful. Maybe there was some abuse or maybe there was some event or there was some complex or developmental issue where something was repeated again and again and again maybe there were many different aspects of your life that were involved, you can, and of course we're talking about semantics right now, but you can, you are, you have the authority to take any event you want and make it about your growth. You can, even if you've been in a a uh, somatic loop that is painful or a repeated pattern, something, even if you have felt very victimized by the situation, you can use this language to shift your awareness and your consciousness and even your orientation, who you are in the event, and make it a growth thing. You can make it a, a just like a broken bone knits back together and possibly knits back together with some chaos, not, you know, pretty little lines of, of growth. It's not, it, it may not be the way the bone was, but in some instances, these scars in our body are stronger, which is again, a complex issue, a complicated issue because a strong tear that becomes a scar can pull on the fascia and create other kinds of issues, scar tissue. So it's stronger and it's doing that because it's uh, trying to protect, right? And there's, of course, you can get body work and work out scar tissue and make these fibers line up a little differently. And that's what a lot of work with fascia is about. 
I highly recommend you get into that. I highly recommend you get Shadowstalking 101 to get just really the important foundation of doing this kind of work. But the 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 main idea, and I talk about this in all of my courses, and I talk about this with all of my clients and all of the people I work with, the students, colleagues, we talk about having an orientation towards our reality that is very much like a traditional pastime of development. So it, and what that does is it gives us from the very unevolved to the very evolved. And that doesn't mean uh, better or superior, but it means something gaining more and more consciousness, more and more wisdom, like I mentioned earlier. And a normal growth cycle is a circle. It's a, it, something will grow and eventually break down, compost, become fuel for the next thing and grow again. So I'm not trying to reach some expanded peak where I'm somehow uh, advanced or, or, you know, beyond or above. I'm getting conscious to where maybe I am in a cycle and able to get conscious in that moment and then in that place and work with what's going on. So let's say I've got something pretty um, acute and there's something going on in my body. We know that it's a stress response or something from a, a, a past uh, event that was initiatory and maybe I missed the initiation because I was had no help. I mean, I had no knowledge. I had no ability to understand shadow and somatics. I had no ability to recapitulate. I had no ability to work with it like a warrior or a sorcerer. I was working with it like the rest of my culture teaches me to do, which is to be one-sided, maybe blame, maybe get stuck. And maybe I even got into a legal battle. Maybe it became like, well, I better deal with this or I'm not going to have the money to pay for my, uh, whatever I need to pay for and fight this battle. So that's all places where my development gets a little stunted. I can go back and I can work with whatever it was like a, like a human, not a person inside of this or that nation or culture or style or or economic system like capitalism, which is totally growth oriented and, and really problematic when it comes to cycles and compost. I can actually I can actually allow these cycles. And and this is also what witness consciousness really helps us get very clear on. Um, you can go back and listen to some of these other episodes and and so if if you're not sure about if I'm you know if this is complex what I'm talking about or complicated or confusing at all, please get a coach. You can work with me. There's other coaches on my website. Um, take my course Shadow Stalking 101. We've got Heart Path coming up here pretty soon, um, which is a very beautiful complement to the Shadow Stalking course. And and then there's some other things in the work, but the, the point is, and, and I'll give you this, I'll, I'll bless you with this right now, reorient to your reality and all the events in it 
as if these were stages of your spiritual development and things that were struggles or challenges were these moments that you can reorient to as initiation and from the center of the circle of time, which is what witness consciousness gives you, you can recapitulate any of those events and allow them to do what they are meant to do, which is offer you growth. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.